Welcome back to another episode of All Things Championship. After a few weeks, we have returned due to uh, George here. He was very unwell a couple of weeks ago. And then something came up uh, two weeks ago now after the international break. But uh, we're back. How are you feeling? Better now. Dodgy, dodgy spag bottles left me, finally. Yeah, I don't think the, the people want to know what happened or how you felt that Just don't day. don't eat a spag ball from Naples. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... Yeah, like I say, glad we're back. After the international break, um, we had to wait another week, didn't we? Because we weren't planning on doing one. But now we are back and we've had a very good weekend of championship action, which started with the Friday night game, Derby-Cardiff, 1-0. Uh, Glatzel for Cardiff getting off the mark with his first goal, penalty, which was a bit of a I think, controversial, controversial pen, point. wasn't it? And uh, I think Derby felt quite hard done by because I think they should have had a pen as well. Uh, challenge on Waghorn and uh, and I think overall it was quite a tight game uh, close game as well and uh, I think Cardiff I mean they haven't really kicked on have they last couple of weeks which no. we thought they probably would after not starting the season that well um, so what do you think? I mean well the game I think it's one of those games that we talk about where the score line doesn't justify the match if you just look at the score line plenty of chances for Derby to put it away Marriott hit the post I think a good shot there. They could have easily have gone in that would have changed the game for them. And I think Cardiff are a bit lucky to be walking away with just with a point to their name where if you're Derby be gutted, you think you deserve the three points. Well, yeah, I mean, looking at the stats, I mean, both sides, I think they had similar sort of amount of chances. But I think you're right, yeah, Derby just seemed to have that more of a threat going forward, didn't they? With like Marriott and Waghorn, like you say, Marriott hitting the bar. And uh, yeah, I think uh, even with Derby, they haven't started necessarily that well, have they? No, a bit of a stutter here and there, especially with this game. This game shows that. I think. I do think that they can definitely go on, you know, and do well. I think we both can agree on that. You know, it's just a matter of making converting chances and making goals. Yeah. For them. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm sure they. I mean, you look at them at the start of the season that win at Huddersfield. Albeit no, Huddersfield have turned out so far, but they did look sort of quite good going forward, and yeah, they've just sort of been a bit stale recently, and I, I'm sure they'll pick up. And uh, yeah, the Saturday early kickoff game, Fulham West Brom, another one all draw. Um, Semi Ajayi with a 80th minute equaliser, very questionable one as well. <laughs> I think Charlie Austin's, you know, he, well, people saying he's done enough to annoy the keeper there. To affect the keeper without giving a foul, but you know he's really into the keeper there. Referee could have easily given that, and then you're looking at a one 0 win. But instead, West Brom continue undefeated. Yeah, only team in the league still. Um, Fulham still look incredible. I think. Well, a, I few, a few hiccups, but not I mean, they s- goal. What did he mean it? <laughs> did he mean it? As an he said it was a cross. He was looking at uh, Mitrovic. Well, has he come out and said it was? Yeah, a... said in an interview after. But well, that was a very. Well, it turned out to be decent, but not a poor crossing. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, you say incredible. I think they've been a bit... You've seen the sort of signs of their threat going forward with the players at their disposal, but I think they've just been a bit mixed so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see where you're coming from. I do. I just think, looking at that game as well, plethora of chances they had. I mean, Sam Johnson was in the form of his life in that game. So, yeah. Bit of hard done with they could have easily won the game, then you know you'd be here saying they're pretty good as well. And agree with me, 
<laughs> but I think obviously like one all that's I don't think they'd be too disappointing because obviously West Brom haven't lost it's sort of two sides you'd think would be in the playoffs wouldn't you at least um, but yeah I just think that was a not a bad game but yeah. Fulham will be disappointed with the I point think, well, when I say like good I think you know they've obviously a team that come down as well with Huddersfield and you look how bad Huddersfield have done Fulham have actually managed to sort of maintain you know that level of playing well and they're still and they're challenging for you know first or second or in the playoffs yeah showing it how it should be done <laughs> um, Blackburn 2 Millwall 0 Millwall they haven't Didn't look they've a... sort of gone off the radar a bit last few weeks um, for, but Blackburn they're you know quietly looking quite good going up the table a bit aren't they uh, Bradley Dax scoring as well uh, Williams with a cracking strike as well yeah. and yeah, Millwall just, they were very poor and Blackburn had quite a few chances and it maybe could have been, you know, three or four. No, I yeah, think. Millwall, few and far chances for them in that game. Um, you know, and it's, I want to say it's worrying. They've played a lot of other games. It's only their first game that I think they've really struggled to do, to do anything. Mm. But I, mean, I think that comes from Blackburn playing five at the back, I think they're playing. Which is, you know, you, you know that's hard to get past. Especially when you've got Matt Smith up front. <laughs> well, Matt Smith, he didn't start, did he? Yeah. He came on. Um, and did nothing. <laughs> I'm just hoping Matt Smith doesn't do anything against us on the next weekend. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just know that would be typical of him to score a header against us. Um, but like I say, Blackburn, yeah, they're quietly moving up the table. Ten points now. And uh, I, I, just still, I don't think they'll push for playoffs, though, come end of the season. I just don't think they've got enough, but as we all know, this season it looks very open. So it could be they could be one of the surprise teams that could be pushing up there. I think they'll definitely finish in a comfortable position where they can look at it and say yes, this is good. And if they don't make the playoffs, they can see they can build on it for next season. And you know, great little squad there. I mean, I Sam Gallagher he doesn't. Sam Gallagher doesn't really. I still don't he, think he's as good as considering the amount they paid for him. He just doesn't look great, does yeah. he? And there, apparently there was rumours of uh, Danny Graham leaving. Yeah, to Australia. Yeah. Pretty random. Which I, I, I would not do that because I think, obviously, the money they've spent on Gallagher, um, I think they've they, um, lost it. <laughs> <laughs> the words aren't coming out. <laughs> Danny Graham. Uh, it's only been two weeks. <laughs> I think they're, you know, he's like their main guy up front. And if he was to leave... You know, let's not forget he scored about fourteen odd goals last season. So that's taking all them goals out of the side as well. And Gallagher is not really performing. Yeah, I think obviously last season it was Dak and Graham, and I think this season, if Graham does stay, they both can play massive parts to how well they finish. Because unless Gallagher, I don't know, starts firing his shooting boots in the back room, it's gonna be tough if when Graham <laughs> leaves. Yeah, unless they play. Adam Armstrong, like he can play striker, but yeah, he's also nah. been a bit off the. He hasn't really caught fire as no. once promising that it was. Um, next game we had Charlton losing at home to Birmingham. Um, I thought that you'd have to think Charlton's defeat would be coming soon, and the wonder kid Jude Bellingham scored for you Good know goal. two weeks in a row now. He's two goals, and yeah, it was a decent finish and. If he keeps performing, he'll definitely be attracting interest, won't he, really? But, uh, yeah. I mean, Charlton, they they had majority of possession, which it's not very surprising because Birmingham 
especially when they're away from home, I've watched them and they're very uh, set up quite negatively. But they, I mean, this game they looked a bit more uh, attacking in terms of when they got when they did get chances. But Charlton, I think missing Lyle Taylor as well. Huge for them because um, without him, they look a bit blunt up front. You know, there's no one there to. I can do what he does for them. Well, your your favourite Hemed started up front. Didn't no, yeah, he? <laughs> told you, look what he did. Absolutely nothing. But I think he's out for a couple more weeks as well. Yeah. So it's like you know they've not got him, and it's sort of that focal point up front just goes. And I don't think you can just rely on that one man, even though he has got the goals so far, along with others like Gallagher. But not too sure. It's quite tough now. It's all down to see what Lee Bowyer can do to bounce back from it. I mean, obviously, you know, one loss, but I don't think that would be a such a negative thing that you can't say, oh, they're going to now just, you know, their form will just deteriorate. But it does definitely, you know, cast a bit of a shadow with how the team performs without Starman Lyle Taylor up front. Because, you know, they have pieces there that help Lyle Taylor to play well and score, but, you know, without the man, what's going to happen? Yeah. And just a couple of players that stood out for Birmingham, uh, Maxime Collan, right back. I think you all know, everyone knows that he's a quality right back in this division, and he just put in another great performance. And uh, Danny Crowley started. I mean, we were talking about him, weren't we, when earlier on this season when they bought him, thinking, oh, he's quite an exciting prospect, and he looked to put in another good performance as well. So I think you know he'll continue that, and uh, yeah, very impressive three points for Birmingham that and. Another team who have, you know, they're just outside the playoffs. And again, like Blackburn, I don't think they'll have enough to really challenge. But you never know, do you? So. It's like the unexpected, yeah. thing, is what we say. <laughs> I think a moment, a bit weird one happened that game at the end. Towards the end, I think Bowyer got sent off. But if you saw it, he Birmingham threw the ball at him, he says. He claims that someone threw a ball at him. And then he asked Birmingham, is this your ball? <laughs> and he said, yes. Yeah. So he kicked it back at them, threw it back yeah. at them. He got sent off for it. He's like, well, he said, well, how am I supposed to get the ball there 20 yards away? He's also got sent off for leaving the technical area. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird... It was odd, wasn't it? Both managers <laughs> disagreeing with each other there. Very interesting. How <laughs> uh, to Wigan 2. Good game. Good game. And I think if you didn't see it, you could have guessed who scored for Hull. Bowen and Grzyski, uh with another free kick, actually. What a goal. Great free kick. And he had another free kick that could have easily have gone in as yeah. well. Yeah. And... I really dread to think what Hull would be like, honestly, without them two. Because some people say, oh, it's easy to say, oh, you know, like, certain teams have got one player, you can only rely on him. Or But with Hull, it, it really is only, you know, Bowen and Grzyski. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, They've done well as well to keep Grzyski. I re- yeah, I, I, I mean, I've said it a couple of weeks ago, how Bowen, mm-hmm. uh, especially, is still there. I really don't get it. But... <laughs> I mean, Hull, they've not started great this season, really, at all. New manager coming in and uh, pointing it home to Wigan, you'd expect more, wouldn't you? No, yeah. I think another young, good player that came off for Wigan, Gerd Hart, I think he's called. He scored, scored yeah. The goal. He equalised. Yeah, Cracking really, goal, actually. Yeah, he looked really good. Completely dumbfounded as a defender. I hadn't even the keeper. The keeper didn't even move for it. Yeah. <laughs> he looked really good. He, he really saved the day there for Wigan. Because I think you could say at the end of the day, if you look at the match, Hull could have won it. But that goal, somehow, it's just it's totally made a crack, huge crack in the game there. And they didn't get another goal that they need to win. So, 
Yeah, as we say, Grzyski and Bowen does carry this team massively. It, it, they really do. Yeah, because who yeah. else? I mean, they got the new striker, Eves, but Eves he hasn't scored, I don't think, yet. And he had a few chances, but it just that doesn't look like he's got that. I'll tell you what's good about him. He causes confusion with the commentators if it's him or Irvine. Oh, yeah. He's watching him, he's like, and it's Irvine. It's not, mate. They do look yeah. <laughs> a lot like each other. But Wigan, I mean, signing um, Jamal Lowe from Pompey for a couple million, Kiefer Moore, we've talked about. They've not, I don't think they've scored yet. And I did say Kiefer Moore, I don't think he's up for. Championship quality, really. Yeah. And uh, Jamal Lowe, I've expected to see a bit more from him. But they just haven't really performed yet. And you'd expect sort of them two players from Wigan to put in better performances. Yeah, Kiefer Moore, yesterday, when the game, on Saturday, sorry, he looks a bit, he looks a bit faded out. There's times you don't really hear, see him. I think he had one shot, from what I remember. I don't know if it's a, I don't know, confidence issue, jumping up to the championship or managers... I don't know, maybe he plays better with two strikes, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, there's something there that he's not he's not really living up to. He's not really helped fill the gap that Wigan have when they lost, like, Will Grigg or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so next game, Middlesbrough win. 1-0 own to Reading. Uh, I think Reading will be quite annoyed by this because uh, Darren Randolph, in goal for Borough, pulled up some great saves, didn't he? And he was, you know... Showing why, I don't know what you think, but quite a few fans say, oh, you know, he's best keeper in the league. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't argue with that. Um, I've seen that. And he was on fire. He was pulling off some, like, Kung Fu Jackie Chan save. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was at the corner with the header. Right at the end, towards the end. He's, I'm like, this is going in. And he's, he's gone and pulled out his save that. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, wow. But, but, I mean, they only had two shots on target. But three points are the most important thing. It's really the game where the hero is the keeper. You know, Darren Randall. Yeah, and you know the the goal came from a free kick. It just seemed to just avoid everyone, didn't it? And then just go in from uh, Marvin Johnson. And uh, now Bow, I think unbeaten in three or four four matches. Four matches. So yeah, we were talking about them. They've sort of improved uh, gradually with Woodgate getting that more attacking play in their game. And uh, yeah, I think they'll be okay no, carrying on no. like this. But I think they still need to create a few more chances. Like I say, two shots on target, not great. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I saw Ashley Fletcher in that game. When I, you know, we know you can score, but in that game he seemed to falter a bit. Not really. Not to put his head, he doesn't need to put his head down. He needs to carry on working out and hopefully start you know, scoring goals and that will help Mills Raven more. But one thing I was very confused by was Reading. They left Puskas and Jow on the bench. True. I don't. I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, that's like what seventeen million or whatever combined two strikers on the bench. bench. But I don't. I don't get it. Like, there's no way they would have both been sort of like injured or, you know, not totally fit to start. At most, and, you'd argue Puskas might be from international break. Not Joao. Yeah, I mean, he, he could have easily started this game. I think it was very negative mm. from uh, Jose Gomez. And that, well, that's cost them. Because if you think that the amount of chances they had, them two on the pitch, they could have, well, and, you know, gone and won this game. Comfortably, you know, if anything. It was, yeah, very odd. But I just, I don't, let us know, Reading fans, if yeah. you're listening, why on earth did them two start on the bench? <laughs> I really don't get it. But, uh, yeah, next game we had Preston 2, Brentford 0. Uh, Brentford defeat 
Preston, another side just outside. No, they're in the playoffs, aren't they? They're Got in the playoffs. Right. Uh, Sean Maguire with another goal. And he looks quite nippy, doesn't he, up front? He, he seems to be now showing that form that I think they've hoped for, Preston fans, after being injured for quite a long time last season. Slowly, slowly, he's coming back to... You know, when they signed him, what they were expecting of him, what he could do. Mm. And, you know, as we've said before, if he keeps going like this, he'll be a huge, huge part to them trying to push for playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think a couple of names that have gone sort of unnoticed at the back for them. Patrick Bauer coming in, I think he's been quite good for them this mm. season. Davis as well at the back, another clean sheet. So if they keep that up, and the, the options they've got up front, you know, Maguire, Barkhouse in with a goal as well. Um, you know, it, it looks quite quite positive for them. But mm. Brentford, you know, you've got players like Watkins, Ben Rama, uh, M. Bumo, the new winger. Um, they hardly had any touches this game. I mean, you, you don't expect that, do you, from a Brentford side? No, you'd think. I think Ben Rama had, a, I think, two chances that I can remember of. You know, a bit far out. He's not really troubling the keeper with that one. Watkins had a few ch- had a chance there, but no, they seemed very out of it. And fair play to Preston. I mean, they won this game without Ben Pearson. And he, yes. He's a massive part yeah. of the midfield. Yeah, yeah. And so fair play to them. Obviously, they've got player of the month, Daniel Johnson there. Yeah. The player which I said at the start, you know, he's a good midfielder on his day. Yeah. You I, like him, I don't like him. No, I think he's a good player, but I, I just think he's too inconsistent for me. Do you think he deserved Matt a player of the month? Uh, no. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I, I can see why they gave it to him. But at the same time, I do think there was a few other candidates. Jordan Hugo. Jordan Hugo, if you want. Not even being biased. I really don't know how he wasn't even like... Nominated. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sort it out, yeah, fine. Um, he's fuming. <laughs> Next game, QPR 3, Luton Town 2. Weird, what a... weird. Because if you think about it, 3-2... I mean, I'm not biased here. I'm, I'm the neutral here. I do think if Lumley had not made that mistake... Luton would have not been back in the game at all. They wouldn't, because... Look how, before that, was 3-0 in, what, 25 minutes? They looked so out of their depth. We literally tore them apart. And Absolutely. obviously, going in 3-1 at half-time, you think, oh, my God, it'd be typical QPR, which it turned out to be. But like I say, Lumley, shocking, absolutely shocking what he was doing. I mean, that's another mistake, and I, I, I really don't know how he hasn't been dropped yet, to be honest. Like, Kelly on the bench, he must be thinking, watching, like, oh, my God, you know... Lumley is making mistakes every other week, you could say, and he's not getting a game. Yeah, I think I, I would have thought, you know, he signed a new keeper, he would be starting. Yeah. But I mean, Warburton needs defending Lumley. Like you, well, you would, you should. Yeah, you should. But I, I don't know how he can because he's really, like, he's nearly costing this game, like, points. And, uh, you know, Luton made it 3 2, 48th minute. So we lit the second half was so nerve wracking. And uh, we could, we, we looked a total different side. And, uh, yeah, it should have been four or five at half-time. Eze hit the bar twice after scoring in the third minute. Uh, made Wells uh, his second goal. Oh, licence pass. Wow, I saw that. Yeah, what a ping. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that yeah. from him. And, uh, but, yeah, that goal from Luton, because of Lamley's mistake, full half, it really killed. You know, that affects the players. Of like, course it does. Especially when it's so close towards the end of the half. Yeah, you don't... Uh, I mean, there was like no pressure on him as well. He just seemed to pass it, no, you know, right in front of the uh, corner, and he just put it in. But oh, well, you know what I mean. What most important thing: three points. Yeah. <laughs> and Wells, he's on fire. I mean, he was superb. Eze it was his best performance in a QPR shirt. I think many fans would agree with that. 
And uh, I think that's, you know, he's showing why he's the best young player in, in the league. Oh, yeah, no, I agree with that. And Wells, I think he's benefited massively from playing with two strikers. Definitely, I totally agree, yeah. I think that's just perfect. Like, I mean, Hugo, he, he played well. And he, again, he should have scored again. Yeah, chances, a few chances as well. But yeah. you can't complain with five goals and six starts from him. And Wells now three and four, I think. And he's already made a goal. So if Hugo's not scoring, you've got Wells scoring. And Eze scoring. Goals it's exciting. Coming. I mean, last two home games, we've scored six in total. So... Yeah, I mean it was a, it was a cracking game and just glad we we beat them and now that puts us joint fourth. With, I'm uh, asking you this every week, do you still think you can't make the playoffs? Because <laughs> um, we haven't had a clean sheet yet, I just think that could be the sort of negative, you know, defensively. I mean, we definitely look tighter. I think we score more goals. Than the opposition. Yeah, <laughs> which we've been. Doing. Yeah. I mean, we've looked tighter since license come back in and we're playing that. Well, five at the back, whatever you want to say, three centre backs, two wing backs formation. And I just think if we cut out stupid errors, I lumly <laughs> giving away stupid goals, um, I, I think the clean sheets will come. So, yeah, just long mate, continue really. Come on, drop lonely, will ya? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I really hope he's dropped, but I, he won't be, will he? You just know he won't come Saturday, he won't be. Um, Luton, but you talk about Luton because we haven't really touched on them. Yeah, what do you think? Because watching them play, um, I thought, well, first half, like I say, we tore them apart and they they did look a bit out of their depth, like you say. And I can see how they could probably survive because they gave us a right good game, second half, could have made it free all. And with Collins up front scoring, I think he's got four now, he looks like he's making a step up and uh. I think a couple of decent midfielders in there, like Cornick, he was he looked quite good. And I think they'll be all right, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, be yeah, I think a few defensive problems, though. Something that we've oh, yeah. done before. I mean... And it showed in this this game, particularly it showed. Yeah, you look at um, Naki Wells, his second goal, I think it was. Is that the Leisner Ping one? Oh, no, oh, no sorry, first goal. No, was it his first goal or was uh, Leisner Ping? Was that his first? Well, it was second. I think it might have been his first. Oh, well, not that one, but <laughs> the one where the Eze one. played it through. He uh, literally, the amount of space for yeah, just one. cut through him. Absolutely. Cut through And like, you, you see when out. Wells got it, all their players were just stood there thinking, oh my God, we've just been torn apart. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I agree. I think defensively they're not. If teams go at them as well, they'll concede even more. Um, next game, Stoke with another defeat. <laughs> I don't know what to say with them anymore. Well, Nathan Jones still can see the... Comp- he's still there. He still thinks he can. he's the man to take it forward. I mean, it is looking every week more and more like he can't. I mean, yes, you can argue that Joe Allen getting sent off so early affected him. Well, what a game. stupid tackle. But come on, you what? don't do that. Don't you know, do that in the 12th minute, do you? You're playing for so long, there is no need for that. But I think for Bristol, that game... Didn't have a phobe for obvious reasons. Yes. But what's his name? Dediu? Je- yeah. Jedu. Yeah, he scored. He, he showed that he can score. And he's. Now it's going to be fun to see who actually starts a striker for them. Does a phobe get back in or does Dediu get a few more chances? Well, I mean, before phobe came in, he was their main man, wasn't he? And, uh, but I think one player who impressed was Ashley Williams. Because mm. they've signed him. Yeah. Obviously, he was at Stoke last season. And he seems to put in a really good performance against his former club. 
So he could be... I mean, I don't really rate him, but if he plays like that, you don't know under certain managers, might get the best out of him. Could be quite a decent signing on a free. And could be that sort of experience they need at the back to get in the playoffs. I mean, they're third. Um, I mean, we touched on, didn't we, with them? Loads of people think this is a season they'll get in the playoffs. And I think... I think they will. Carry on playing like that. To be fair, they played really well. Yeah, why not? Can definitely see them. Why not see them at Wembley? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but obviously Stoke they haven't won yet. Joint bottom of Huddersfield. Yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously Nathan Jones wants the Stoke board to keep patience with him, but I don't see how you can. I mean, that's what seven games now. That's enough to get sacked, I think. You've lost six. I think they lost, yeah, yeah, lost six, yeah. drawn one. <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not good enough. I'm surprised he's still there. <laughs> um, what he's paying them to keep him there. <laughs> but, uh, it is shocking to watch. It is. And uh, Swansea, obviously top of the league, they've been smashing it this season. Losing at home to Forest, 1-0. Alpha Semedo. With, yeah, <laughs> the guy you spoke about a few weeks ago getting the goal in the 85th minute. Yeah, you know, beautiful. I think Graven should get all the praise for that one. He's helped played well, didn't he? Carried on, gave him the ball. And I'm not sure if Smeda meant to put it that high in the corner, but he looked like he needed <laughs> it, to be fair. But no, I think after Smeda, he has. He looked good the whole game. He had a chance to fall in the first half. You know, he's a CDM that likes to get forward, really. Uh, he looks good, and I think the fans are getting behind him. You know, overall, Forrest played, I think, really well. And I think with Forrest, like, they had players on the bench like Joe Lolly, who's arguably one of the best players in the league. Jack Robinson, I don't like him. But <laughs> he's there <laughs> for obvious reasons. And uh, to be fair, he's done well there. And they're both on the bench, but they've still got them options to bring on with players like you say, Semedo, Carvalho, Adoma. Even Sammy Amiobi has looked good yeah, as well. He looked really good, and- just imagine, you know, that's almost a luxury for knowing Pharisee, for knowing Forest fantasy. A Doma comes off, um, Yobi comes off, and they bring on someone like Lolly, yeah, in their spot, and that's just incredible because you can carry on, you know, building, carry on playing the same way. And that's what I meant by, you know, a team with squad depth is massive in the championship. So, and that shows that they are. But Forest haven't they got like thirty odd players in their squad? <laughs> you know, and they all look ready and can be interchanged with each other, and they know where to play, what to do. Yeah. I agree. But Swansea, they didn't really have many chances this game, did they? I think they only had, yeah, one shot on target. Very quiet day. Yeah, not not great. Um, but that's probably their worst performance of the season. But I wouldn't be too disheartened if I was a Swansea fan. I think, I mean, you look at the clubs at the top, Swansea and Charlton, they both both lost at the weekend. And I think playing the Forest side, who look like they're coming into their element now, don't they? Yeah. Which I, I'm still, I don't know, I'm still not convinced by them. Oh. By obviously, like, the, the business is uh, getting players in who are not, uh, have no experience in the league. But it seems to be working, doesn't it? But with, like, Lamucci in charge. I don't know, so yeah. So good, yeah. To be fair, they do look quite decent so far. Great team. Even, I think Lewis Crabben doesn't get spoken enough about. Yeah, he was really, like, if he doesn't score, he even puts in, like, Performances get created. He's a great striker that sometimes maybe is overlooked, you know, in a way that he's not mentioned enough. He should be 
I think some high praises can be spoken about him. Yeah, I mean, you look at him, and I've said it before, he's a striker who's capable of getting like 20 goals. But when he's not scoring, he's creating chances. And look, he ended up creating a winner, didn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, I think when he's on it, he's a top striker in the championship. Lewis Brown fan club right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to the Sunday games, we had Huddersfield. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to say anything? Just like, no, it's just Huddersfield. Just laugh about him. Which is, I don't, I'm not laughing about him. I don't, I don't mind him as a club, but just... Oh, no, nothing wrong with him. Just, huh. How on earth they... Obviously, like, you know... Uh, Cowley coming in him and his brother they haven't had what they've been there a few days before this game they haven't really had enough time of course to put their mark on things but I think under a new manager you expect you still expect to see that sort of little bit of improvement or a bit of a spark yeah there wasn't it it was nothing it looked like they were just playing on the the PE teacher as always (laughs) but and then you compare that to Sheffield Wednesday Monk that was you know first game for both of the new managers and they seemed a bit more solid the way they set up and they, they were still creating chances with Kadeem Harris who has uh, grabbed another assist for Fletcher with another goal as well and uh, they did look better but yeah, Huddersfield. I, I really, I mean, obviously they're going to give Cowley time, he's just come in but say they don't really show any improvement in a few weeks then that would be very, very negative. You because think, You mean this is time for Chalawa to step up? Right? <laughs> This is what you're saying. My favourite, Trevor. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, slated him, but he looks better in a more of an advanced role when he was driving at uh, Wednesday. So that could be maybe, I think he's probably best, best suited to that position, not the holding sort of role. The next big can to come out of the championship is. No. No. <laughs> so I'm not going that far. You're not going that far. Right. But he did look better. Um, oh, look, you've, you've warmed to him a bit. Uh, no, I haven't. A little, bit. a little bit after one performance. Best mates by the end of the season. <laughs> but another Huddersfield player I definitely have a warm to is uh, Juninho Bakuna. Oh no. <laughs> I think he's absolutely awful. Like, do you rate him? I don't rate you can't rate either Bakunas, to be No, they're both poor. They're both pretty bad. <laughs> but it's like, they, you know, they bring in Bakuna on. He's not. He's going to do nothing. He didn't do anything. He's he not going to do. But he's one of them players I, I look at and I think. He thinks he's better than what he is. He doesn't show any sort of glimpses of anything special. Um, he's a very, very average player. And I don't think that's, you know, bringing him on when you need to win a game. It's not great. And another one, Mbenza. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they signed him in last season when they were in the Prem. Didn't do a lot. Yeah, he's not, he's not great either. He came on... I think Didn't. bringing on Bakuna is very weird because he's more of a CDM than anything. What, what is he? Yeah, what's he going to do going forward trying to get a goal? Then? And then, I mean, uh, Carlin Grant, obviously he scored a couple first few weeks. Well, mainly pens, but... Yeah, anyone could score pens. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I, well, no, I do rate him. Oh, he's good. I think in a, just in a total different side he'd score goals, but I, mean, I feel sorry for him. See, if he but, goes back at Charlton... It would have been very interesting. Yeah. Season. And, you know, they signed Fraser Campbell on a free. I saw him. I was like, I didn't know that came Yeah. Out. What? <laughs> he, uh, he, he played okay. But he's a mech. Yeah, he's not, not all the best striker. But, um, 
And then they obviously brought Mounier on as well. He's not great. Who again, he's just... I think these players, they they were there last season when they were one of the worst teams in Premier League history, I should think, <laughs> with the amount of points they got. And they must be thinking, what are we still doing here in the Championship? And now we're losing games in the Championship. I don't know, I think they just need a total sort of overhaul. After Grant comes off, you, they really don't have a good striker. No. It would be even more worse if we still had like De Potra there. Oh my God, it would just be awful, awful strikers <laughs> coming on. But yeah, like I say, for Sheffield Wednesday, they look better. And uh, they're another side who just outside the playoffs. And uh, but I think Monk will sort of get that. Because they, they, I think they lacked a bit of defensive... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? That sort of set up at the back. Not too defensive-minded at the time. Yeah, yeah. but they he set them up now to play, like, you know, they play 4-4-2. And, uh, classic. Classic, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Barry Bannon, who... Barry you know, Bannon! Good accent, that. Oh, right, thanks. Uh, you, do you don't rate him, do you, that much? But I think he's, he's a good player. He's a good player. But I think that Barry Bannon, from what I said, don't rate him. It's just that list that we saw. You know, he's he's a good player on his day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Away, but... I mean, he was a cracking assist, wasn't it, for yeah. a second goal? Fletcher's still scoring goals, and I think that's incredible. <laughs> he's, I, I do like Fletcher. I don't know why. I've always liked him as a player. Really? Yeah, I just don't know why. I haven't. Oh. <laughs> oh, tough, isn't it? I've always, I don't know why. I've just always liked him, but I see him still scoring goals. You know, yeah. You know, I'm happy for him there. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, the last game of the weekend, we had Leeds with a 2-0 win away at Barnsley, which came very late on, didn't it? Two late goals. A game full of chances for both sides, really. Um, and Eddie and Ketty are coming off the bench to get another goal. Mm-hmm. I, I I think he is something special. Because when they need the goal, they need it. He always comes on and produces something. And, uh, you know, getting a penalty with about five minutes left and Klitsch scoring that, that just settled the three points, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. With Eddie, he does what sort of Roof did last year. He's different to Bamford. He gives the team something different. You know, he's fast. He'll take a player on. He can score. And, you know, bringing him on loan, you know, it's paid off massively for Leeds, I think. And exciting to see him play. Hopefully, carry on in the starting lineup for them. Who knows? Yeah. You'd be looking at a potential Golden Boot candidate at the end of the season. Who knows? With him. He's, but he's still, always he's there. Beans, the kid. Is he? <laughs> But he's always there, isn't he? He's there. At, at the right time, and uh, I mean, I've heard people say he's he's the next Ian Wright, which well, it's just that Arsenal, you know, <laughs> replication. But no, he's been very impressive. No, yeah, no, he, as long as he doesn't, you know, as some youngsters in football love to do, is go off the rails at times. So hopefully, he doesn't. He stays with his right mindset. I think under Marcelo Biesla, he will do that. And carry on being a cracking player, whether at Leeds or if they go back to Arsenal, actually use him. Well, I think that'll be his only loan spell out. I think I don't feel. I think this is a season he just needs to, you know, because he was playing for Arsenal in pre-season. If you think Leeds, if they do go up this season, would they potentially sign him on, on a permanent? No, no way. You think not? No, I, 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 I re- no, I don't think Arsenal would let go of him. To be honest with you, who knows? But who knows? <laughs> but do you think Leeds will? Finally, make that promotion spot their own now, or drop off towards the end of the season. Who knows? I think, I think, I mean, they still play with a bit of you know intensity, very intense, very fast, and that's usually what they said last season wore out the players. Um, 
I think Piesla is the perfect manager for Leeds, and I think this season he'll he'll bring them up somehow. And where was he pitching the other day? <laughs> Morrison. <laughs> in his in his full kit. Leeds tracksuit in Morrison's. He does stand out there. Uh, well, Morrison's. I wasn't expecting him to be in there. <laughs> Next lead sponsorship confirmed. Oh yeah, they'll go out. They'll have Morrison's all over their kit. <laughs> um, <laughs> the players will have six pound ninety nine lamb yeah. on the back of the shirt. So how much uh, lambs cost? Not it? Yeah? Oh, I haven't been in a while. You're a local, aren't you? Since your well, um, actually no, not since your uh, no, spag bowl food poisoning. <laughs> back to Asda for me. <laughs> Uh, uh, right, yeah, so that's a roundup of the weekend. Um, and we tweeted out, obviously, when Daddy Cowley got announced as new manager at Huddersfield and Monk, Sheffield Wednesday. I uh, just wanted to let, uh, you know, get people's opinions into us. And uh, we had a Sheffield Wednesday fan, Richard, replying, saying he wanted two things from Sheffield Wednesday. One was to sign Michael Hector back on a permanent, which I think he's actually joining Fulham on loan or on a perm in January yeah. and he wanted he wanted the Cowley brothers not Gary Monk which I'm very really surprised at because I don't think Danny Cowley sounds a bit harsh but I, oh, I've got a feeling he could be just too out of his depth him and his brother in the championship so yeah Sheffield Wednesday fan here wanted them to instead of Gary Monk I wonder what he thinks now yeah. <laughs> get back to him oh, We'll respond to him. <laughs> and uh, another guy, actually, Andy Patterson, our, one of our uni lecturers, he's a Leeds fan, but he gave his opinion, uh, saying it's a gamble for Cowley, which, you know, what we're saying, good manager, taking Lincoln probably as far as he, as he can, um, and he'll obviously get money to spend at Huddersfield come January, and if he's still there by the time, next season, if they're in the championship. Um so what do you think? Um, them, well, firstly, them uh, two appointments, Monk and I think Cowley. Monk is he's proven in the championship. You know what you're going to get out of him as manager. I think Sheffield Wednesday have done. I I would say they've done well in the sense that they've got someone that's proven. They know what he can do for a team. But yeah, Cowley's massively unproven in the championship. I guess they've done wonders with Lincoln. You know, and even even recently, let's think of the Carabao Cup. I watched it against Everton. They still look very. Like sprightly, lively to play well, but I don't know. Maybe he needs time. I had to feel the Cowley brothers. Mm. If they get the time, maybe you can see them doing something. Maybe I'm interested to see if they're going to bring in any Lincoln players because they've got a few good players. Have they got um, ex QPR Bruno Andrade? Andrade, yeah, Andrade. He's a <laughs> uh, yeah. He looks right. But... We're almost have uh, Tafolo left back. He played for Norwich in the Championship. And right mid Anderson, mm. he, he looks really good as well. Could do much better than Diakabe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting. I mean, obviously, managers tend to go back, don't they? Get a couple of former players yeah. from the clubs. They'd be running that back in the day. Oh, <laughs> don't remind back. me. Don't <laughs> um, and we did actually release our August team in a month. I know we're well one week into the september games after international break so we just thought we'd touch on it we had quite a few responses uh, so just go through it and uh, let us know if you want to respond back to it uh, in goal we had bentley bristol city and in defence we had vanderhorn from swansea ben white leeds robert swansea midfield we had daniel johnson ajaria hernandez cavalero up front hugo 
uh, Boya Basson and Lyle Taylor, which I think that's pretty pretty spot on actually. No, I do like. I agree with that massively. Yeah, um, I think I thought it was good. People didn't. Some people didn't. I mean, there's quite a few upset people. I can't keep your fans uh, saying, "Oh, how has Eze not been put in there?" I think Eze will be in it this. He'll time. be in the September one. Yeah, September yeah. one. That's uh, when he shines. Well, mind you, he's been very good all season, but I just think, like, I mean, you think I'll probably be biased here, but I'm not. I think the players we put in, Ajaria, Hernandez, Johnson, Cavalera, they were just a bit better in August. So, yeah, massively, I agree with that. Eze's time will come in our team of the month for September and the team of the year. Yeah. And the best player in the league. <laughs> which he is. Well. Which he is, actually. Who's scored.com. Yeah. So, but we had a couple uh, Charlton fans. Fuming. They were fuming. Absolutely fuming. Um, i so, Alex. Yes. Have you been watching the right season? No Gallagher, Williams or Cullen. Sort it out. So we've got to say that to him. Thing oh. is, uh, it goes back to the midfield. If Eze's not getting in it, Gallagher's not. But he, you know, they've been good. Johnny Williams has been impressive, and so has Cullen. But they just super well. It's not as not been as good as the ones that got in the uh, midfield for August. Whilst we've got, we've got um, a Millwall fan, shocking to pick Bentley. Should have gone with Bielakowski from Millwall. <laughs> not good as but you know, I think. Yeah, he's been okay, but again, many keepers missed out as well. We yeah, we had. We we're thinking of uh, Walton. Woodman. Walton. So, uh, again, it's another one. Reading fans did not like the idea of Swift not being there. Well, I, I responded back to the... Was that just one Reading fan said Swift or was it a couple? I'm not sure. But I just said that I thought Ajaria just edged him in yeah. August. But, don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. Swift's been very impressive as well. Mitrovic, a yeah. controversial one, not in there. But again, I thought with Mitrovic you'd just expect it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I expected him to score well. We, you know, we both got him as our top scorer. Fulham fans saying he got five and five, yet he doesn't get in. But I responded by saying, you know, Jordan Hugel getting five and five starts from open play as well. I think Mitrovic has a couple penalties. Lyle Taylor scoring five in the championship. Him making a step up, and Boya Baston, you know, returning to Swansea with with five goals as well. So I think I think it'd be too easy to just put Mitrovic in there, wouldn't it? Really. And the final one, how could you miss out on Tom Lockyer? Yeah, another Charlton fan. Um, yeah, again, he's been good. But I just thought he couldn't really... We were thinking of him, but to put him in instead of... You know, let's go through it. Van der Horn, Swansea. Incredible. Month. He's been very good. Ben White, I think he's replaced Pontus Janssen at Leeds. And uh, Connor Roberts at Swansea. Again, two Swansea defenders, but they've just been good. But I think, yeah... I mean, I think Tom Lockyer's like been that sort of solid player they've needed at the back at Charlton to have a good month in August. So uh, if you're lucky, he could be in there September if he carries on. <laughs> Who would you have given manager of the month to? Do you agree? Or would you give it to someone else? Um, manager of the month. I, I, who won it again? Was it... Mm. It was... It must have been uh, Steve Cooper. I think it might have been. Let's have a look. Uh, well, I, if it was, we're just going to have a look now. But I, I would have given it to him. I think, you know, he's come in working with previously at England under-17s. And to get Swansea at the top of the league after the first month has been very impressive. 
So I, I would have said him, but then you could argue argue Bowyer getting them up and uh, doing what he's done so far. But it'll be interesting now, like we touched on earlier on in the episode, without Lyle Taylor for a couple of weeks, how they'll uh, eventually get on. You keep going, I'm still looking. <laughs> I think it was Cooper. Yeah. I think it was. <laughs> I think it's like any, yeah, any manager could have got it really. Any manager? Any manager could have been recently, like. Yeah. Why not give it even to Mark Warburton? Um, I think he could have had a shout out there. You He'll know. be September's. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so let us know your thoughts on our team in the month of August. And uh, we'll be releasing our September one very soon. So hopefully no more uh, Charlton fans having a go at us. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a wrap. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at the Champ Pod. Uh, if you want to follow George... What's your Twitter? <laughs> it's, on, it's on the Twitter page, isn't it? Oh, of course, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, sorry, yeah. Our, both our Twitters are on our... <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> are on our uh, Twitter, so... Yeah. It's been good to be back. I had to wait three weeks. Three long, painful weeks. Especially that international break, but... I felt like a year. <laughs> it did. But, you know, happy to be back. Yeah. Know. So... See you next week after my return from Millwall away. Well, I am going. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll be back next week. See you later. See you.